Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, Ari, Falkus, and Butch began their exploration of the abandoned Bloodsail Buccaneer Fortress on Plunder Isle. So far, Bloodsail Hold seems abandoned, and the only threat were some local giant lizards and a closed door. The party did find a strange and unexplained basin of water tainted with blood, and the blood seemed fresh. This mystery and more explored now as we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Hey everybody, just wanted to jump in really quickly to let you know that the dungeon that we're running uh, is using a modified version of the map of Dangwaru, I think is how you probably would pronounce it. Uh, which can be found in the Tortal Package. The Tortal Package was released by Wizards of the Coast in September of 2017 as a supplement to the Tomb of Annihilation adventure module. So there's two doors left in this room, just to remind everybody. There's the, on the western side of the room, there's a door leading to the west on the southern side, and another door leading to the west on the northern side. Let's let's go to the one on the north. I'm methodic. I'm, I'm always methodical in all my dungeons and things like that. I always usually do the left first and work my way around, but uh, if we're over on this side now, we do top down. Top down? Perfect. Top down, bottoms up. <laughs> this room, just like the other two rooms that you've already explored, is about 35 foot square. Um, it's got a couple of beds in it, some couches, some other furnishings, all of which have seen better days. Um, the plaster is kind of falling away from the ceiling and the walls. This place is in serious disarray. Um, however, across from the door there is a narrow window that looks out toward the sea um you look out the window and you do see the last little bits of the pathway that you guys were asking about the one that led around the side of the building it's wide enough that you guys can crawl through it um although with butch you may have to like you know take your axe off and pass it through to somebody and then crawl your way through like it's not it's not so small that you can't get through it, but it, it might be a little bit of a tight squeeze for somebody of your size. I'd like to poke around this room a bit, like under the rug, and is this look like a like a chest of drawers or something over here? If there are drawers, kind of start to rif rifle through the drawers a little bit, see if there's anything of interest. Yeah, roll perception, see what you find. 16. So on a 16, you are pretty convinced that there isn't really anything of interest or value in this room other than the um, the window that you could crawl through to get into or out of this room from that walkway outside. Okay. Yet another way we could have got in into this 
building without lifting up a gate. Well, for future reference, we won't just barge through the main door. We'll start to, like, (laughs) look around a little more to save Butch's fingers. Shall we head to the last room? Sounds like this one's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, I, I don't reckon any fancy people slept in here. In this room, you find a globe of Azeroth standing on like a pedestal in the middle of a, uh, again, like 35 foot square room. There's like a circular raised platform in the middle of the room. Uh, and on that is where the globe sits. Now, most maps and globes that you guys have seen detailed mountain ranges, territorial boundaries, you know, state lines, things like that. But this one, instead, most of the patterns are actually on the oceans. Uh, they, as you look at them, there's like lines that move this way and that way through the water. At a guess, you're thinking, okay, this could be currents. This could be shipping patterns. It could be both. It could be neither. It's kind of hard to tell, but it looks like it is a, a, a more oceany sort of cartography tool or, um, or, or mapping system. You can see on the far side of the wall from where the door stands is another open window. Again, large enough that a creature of any of your sizes would be able to crawl through it. Um, and it does lead to the others, like the same platform uh, that goes around the outside of the building, but on the other side of the broken section. Um, you can see through the window and actually probably from the shore, given different viewpoints that there is a wide area of this pathway that's crumbled into the sea. Uh, but from here, like, you know, if you were to try to cross this bridge, you could sneak through a window, go through the rooms, sneak out the other window and continue on your path. If you wanted to, I'd like to take a closer look at this globe, specifically what I'm looking for. Cause I'm, I'm on, I'm on pirate mode. And so I'd like to look and see if there's any notations or markings, um, I believe I do have thieves can't. I would I would like to be looking for any secret notes or anything that could be important points of interest on this map to the pirates who lived here. So we're talking about like buried treasures or other things that they may have marked on this map. Interesting thought. Um, go ahead and actually given your knowledge of thieves can't and knowing what you're looking for i would say that rather than rather than rolling anything for it you take a look at some of the indications it's mostly lines and they go from like point a and round and wave and then land at point b and then start again and go to a different place um there are there are some symbols on it that I think as a group, probably you wouldn't have necessarily recognized, but being as you're specifically looking in the, like, and considering what symbolism might have been involved in Thieves' Cant, which again is primarily a spoken language, but there are ways to um, encode things in that same way. I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, Skyrim. I don't know if you've never played Skyrim, but for for me, the Skyrim they always had actually Thieves' Cant. I think in the game were markings next to buildings that would tell you whether or not it's a safe place, it's not a safe place, or if it's a storage area with like lots of goodies to steal from. You surmise from some of the symbols that are on it that this is really more tracking shipping routes from Stormwind or from Booty Bay or from Iron... No, Ironforge doesn't have um, a port. Um, from um, 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 
the place that Garrosh bombed. What was the name of the mage city? Theramore. Theramore. Um, yeah. And given given what it looks like it is showing, it looks very out of date, which makes sense to you. Looks like this was. Uh, looks like they were tracking uh, shipments coming out of some of the major ports around around here. I wonder if that was what they were using to uh, plan their hits on some of these. Nothing else much of, of interest on here. It is pretty out of date, uh, considering some of the changes to the lands uh, post cataclysm and you know and whatnot. So, well, t- is there anything on, on on the bottom side of the globe? Uh, I'll look at the the base, like uh, so. Talk about what what it's attached to. If there's anything of interest on on the base itself. No, what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is, uh, you know, we we know where Kalimdor is in the Eastern Kingdoms, and Pandaria didn't end up being so uh, so far away, and then all these broken isles. But everything's on, you know, just one one side of the globe. Just wondering what's on the bottom. Oh, I thought you were looking for Pandaria. I was going to say that as they roll the, you can roll the 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 sphere in the in the pedestal to take like looks at it from different angles. Um, there are, there's no sign of Pandaria, um, but that had not been mapped. You surmise by this group of people, um, and there are, there are symbols on the, on the other hemisphere of the globe that like, but. Be- on the outside of of Kalimdor or, or Eastern Kingdoms, suggesting that um, there aren't any land masses out there that they had mapped, but they are worried about krakens and sea monsters and such. You might have said this already. What are these four little like circly thingies? Um, actually, they're just elements of the map, so I'm going to say that they're like sconces where you could hold torches or something. Perfect. Okay. I just want to make sure. I kind of guys want to go out the window and see what's on this path, because we know this way has the rickety bridge we're not going to be able to cross. So I'm kind of curious if this way has something a little more sturdy. Hey, Ari, do you uh, want a rope just in case? Sure. I was just checking to see if I have a rope. I don't think I do, but let me check. Yes, let's go ahead and I've, yeah. I've got one. I got a 50 foot okay. rope. I just figured I offer it while you climb out this window since it is kind of jagged here. A little bit of broken parapet. I bet you this is the way to uh, get to that platform that we saw from, from the other room with the, with, the, with, the, with the blood. All in favor? Do you want to do this or do you want to go back out and explore the west more? There's, now we're... East. No, we All explored right. everything. <laughs> this is all the right. last thing. This is. I mean, we're know. over here. We're over here now. I mean, we'd have to walk all the way back around to the other side just to get to that rope bridge. I figure we've, we've gone too far. Now. We've gone too far. Okay, I'm gonna shimmy out the window with the rope tied around my waist and see what happens. Okay. Yeah, you are able to shimmy out. Um, the ground is a little slick from ocean spray, but not enough that you're worried about falling as long as you're careful not to just step over that close to the edge. Okay. 
as you walk, you are going to find a doorway that leads back into the building at the southern end of the pathway. Yeah, yeah. And as you look over the path down to the water, you can see that the water is actually funneling under the room that you are potentially going to open the door and walk into. Okay, so I'm going to go back then because Falk is kind of hanging out the window here and just kind of like, you know, there's another door over here and there's something really weird with the water. It seems like it's going under this room next to us. I think we should go take a peek. I mean, it's not too bad. Don't like tuck and roll out this window. Take it careful. But I think we can all get over there pretty easy. Like, like was the... uh was the rope necessary? I don't think so at all. Nope. I just I just wanted to rope around me, I guess. I'm I'm pretty good when it comes to athletics and uh grabbing onto walls and climbing and and, and stuff like that. And and so is Falcus. So um let's just head over there and just be, let's just be careful. And uh I'll, you know, be the behind <laughs> as normal. And uh Falcus, why don't you go through that window? Okay. Um, if you want, Butch, I can do the same for the rope with you. If Ari wants to untie it, and I'll tie it to Butch, and we'll work on that or something. I, I mean, I, we probably don't have to, but I just was being safety sensitive. No, I, I reckon I can just climb over there. It didn't look look too bad. Now, if if you want me to hold a rope on you that that's fine but i, I think everything's it's, fine i'm still tied to ari so we're all right okay so i'm gonna head head very gingerly over over um the window and walk down to where falcus and ari are okay um when you get to the southern part of the balcony you're able to open the doorway and you look in and you find what is basically a big old throne room <gasps> so you guys enter into this room um, it's brightly lit because there are big like holes and cracks in the ceiling where the sunlight can come in. So no trouble there. Uh, there are peeling murals all around the plastered walls of this big old throne room. They depict tentacled sea monsters and krakens and stuff tossing ships around and, and storms ruining pirate, uh, uh, not pirate ships necessarily, but ships. There are pillars in the room. There's four pillars in the room holding up the wall, the, holding up the ceiling, this tall 30-foot domed ceiling. Um, the pillars are carved to look like these strands of sea kelp that go up to the ceiling, and they are a little cracked, but otherwise they look like they're in good use. They're functional. Um, to the south, you can see a dark hallway that leads out of the room. And to the east, there is a little bit of an elevated platform uh, and there's this big granite throne carved to look like a kraken. Now, behind the throne is a double doorway and just the quick like geometry math of the area. You're like, oh, OK, that's the door that probably leads to that balcony over the water that we were looking at from the blood crab room um, opposite the throne is a like a wide arched sort of window that looks out over the sea. Um, and as you look around, you know, you see, like I said, the really weather beaten, um, you know, 
uh, uh, murals on the wall. The the pillars look kind of rough. The granite stone uh, throne seems okay. There are several skeletons just laying about the room here and there. And there is a, uh, a chest of classic pirate design sitting next to the throne. Okay, so I'm not, like, walking totally, totally into the room. I mean, like, we're in the room, right? But I'm aware that there are dead bodies <laughs> strewn about the place. Um, yeah, I saw you guys, like, move your tokens into the room, and I wanted to, like, grab you both by the collars. Like, I I hold up. Let's take a look at those. Let's Let's see what possibly killed those bodies first before we step into the room and possibly become one of them as well. I am not going to roll perception anytime, anywhere. Just if you're looking at my character sheet, you'll understand. But, <laughs> but, uh, just a second. Well, well, Falcus, can you tell anything about, uh, how these people died? Why? I mean, I, I'm seeing, see one, two, three, four, five, five people. And then, and then the guy on the throne is dead too. That's six skeletons. Yeah, that's why I, Grabbed you guys. I wasn't sure what possibly got these guys. Um, yeah, I'd like to take a look and see if they have any outward immediate signs as to what possibly killed them. If there was something in this room or something that happened in this room. Roll a medicine check for that. Hey, not bad. 16. Okay. And are you rolling it from your spot hugging against the wall or are you actually going to approach and look? Because that'll change the DC. Uh, no, from here first. I want to see, first of all, um, if there's outward signs of battle or something else that would require closer inspection. Acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all died Like, of acid. one guy's missing a head. The other guy's got a sword in his body. That's I wanted to look for, like, immediate signs of, was it a fight that happened here? Or was there some kind of trap that laser beamed them down where they stood? That's kind of okay. what I was looking at. Um, nothing so obvious as all that. Um, you do see that some of them do have uh, weapons in the vicinity, but it's not like skeleton pinned against the wall with a sword through its belly or anything anything quite so obvious as that. Um, but no, I, I, you, the, the skeletons are, are laying with... Um, like short bows, some of them, uh, some of them, there are uh, short swords next to them. There's one sitting on the throne that is not armed at all. Um, they are, they're pretty old. They, they, there's not a whole lot of uh, skin or bone, skin left on them. It's just bones. So it's difficult to tell from here exactly what's going on. Okay. Um, I am going to carefully approach this body right in front of us here and take a closer look as to what might have been the cause of death. Okay, um, roll another medicine check for this, but the DC will be lower because you're, like, actually getting in close. Uh, six. Is it that low? Yeah, not quite. Um, again... It's not super clear. You think maybe if there had been some some flesh or some muscle or something like that still on this corpse, that there might be more signs. But you're hard. It's it's hard to tell. You're not a forensic uh, person. Um, are these statues on the sides of this room? Um, yeah, they're like a wooden, really weather beaten, like you know, cracked, a little bit moldy um, statues of various figures. 
Um, I'd like to approach this one here very carefully from the side and look it over to make sure that there's no traps or anything on it. Like, I'm, I'm thinking these people entered the room and these things have, like, darts in them and they shot out darts at these guys and dropped them dead. I just, that's, I'm just on super high alert focus mode. Okay, roll an Indiana Jones dart check. <laughs> it's probably investigation, I think. Or, um, yeah, investigation, because you're, like, looking at... Or religion, you know, the penitent man shall pass. <laughs> yeah, it's rolled a nine. Yeah, you don't really see anything yeah, of interest. I think I need to include, I think I need to include that, uh, that trap in a future dungeon. Cause that's great. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll let them know. It's like, I can't see much, but so far this room's looking okay. So far, um, haven't made it up to, you know, this far yet to see what's up there. So, um, that would be my next step is to carefully approach from the outside of the room and take a look at the days day day d-a-i-s dais 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 baltar i don't know we're 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 playing around with um with uh pronunciation today like i don't know what what the heck a a kraken is maybe that's new jersey for kraken but um Oh, uh, I started calling them Krakens when actually this would be a, oh, I got that from day nine thing. Uh, like you tried to reference earlier. There was, he was talking about a poem about Krakens and the rhyme scheme for it was the Kraken has awakened from the bottom of the sea, (laughs) but it makes a lot more sense to say the Kraken has awakened. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I like that. They're Krakens now for the rest of my life. That's fine. Okay, send your emails to. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, well, well. Focus is looking at the da- dais, dais, the the the, the thing that lift up lifts up the thing with the throne on it. I'm actually going to look out the uh, window. I can see kind of a bunch of stuff from out the window. Is the thing um, to my left, which is south. I can see what looks to be I can't see all of it but it looks like a giant courtyard of sorts with um all kinds of uh with, with the, all kinds of like like stairways and, and, and stuff like it, it used to be a garden there's I mean it, it is a garden like an overgrown garden with um with uh statues you know, I, I know that you're the DM, but I'm just telling you what I see on the map. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a pretty good description of what you're talking about here. There are, it's a multi-layered, like, uh, an area of grass or, you know, obviously everything's overgrown, like you said, but it's like a layer of something and then steps up and then another layer of something and then another steps up. Actually, it kind of reminds me of um, when you're in the Stormwind Harbor and you go up a layer and there's stuff and then you go up a layer and there's stuff like it's it's kind of that kind of construction. Um, it, this was probably really, really nice looking back when it was being maintained. It reminds me of that that Horde Pyramid place in a bfa yeah 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 yeah. a little bit like that yeah not not as trolly not as trolly okay um and the other thing i see kind of to um i I don't know kind of to my right so a little bit north but uh west 
It, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm seeing. Neither do I. Um, that's a feature that came with the map, and I have no clue what that is. My guess okay. is that it's supposed to be the artist's depiction of the back of a giant turtle, but that is a complete guess. Let's let's say for the purposes of this game that it doesn't exist. That it doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> no. um, it, it's 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 cool looking. Um, it looks like it could be a like a like like a booty bay statue kind of area is what it looks like it could be. Um, but let's oh, yeah. say for this game. That it doesn't exist. I like this idea. Um, <laughs> so, but to to my left, I can see like an overgrown courtyard, which does match up to what we saw when we um, arrived. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Falcus is looking at Zadeus. Uh, Ari, are you? Uh, yeah, Ari, what are you doing? Can I? Can I approach the throne? Yeah. Like I don't know if there's any booby traps, but I want to go up to the throne. Does he have a crown? You know what? Yeah, I would think so. Can I just steal the crown? I just want to wear a crown. Like, that's all I want. I just want to wear the crown. So. <laughs> yeah, so there's a skeleton sitting on this throne that, again, is Kraken-shaped. And you reach out and, like, he's wearing clothing, but the clothing is very rotted and old and, and moldy. He's got on a, a crown on him. And you estimate, probably, that this would sell for a decent amount of money. And then you pull it off of his head, pop it up on your own, turn around and look at the group and go, I'm king of the keep. Falcus is going to be like, <laughs> like cringe because it's just like, no, don't touch nothing. Well, I, I guess if, it, if, if anyone was uh, keeping track of anything, they know we're here now. A beat goes by. You're standing on... The other thing I forgot to mention is that you're standing on what used to look like probably a pretty nice rug. Looks like it ties the room together. <laughs> it really ties the room together. Is it... So the rug... Is the rug weather beaten? Or when you say really nice, does it seem like it's been for some it, reason well kept? No, no, no. It, it used to look really nice is, oh. is, is your estimation. It's okay. it's pretty... It's, it's kind of moldy. It's kind of gross. Can I turn it over? Yeah. I want to turn it over. Okay. What's underneath? What's underneath is that like weird, gross, like I haven't moved this rug in a long time and all the stains that we thought we had cleaned up uh, seeped through to the floor underneath and are still visible. A lot of that sort of deal. Is there anything under the rug or is it just more stone floor? No, stone floor. Solid stone floor. At this point, probably a moment or so has gone by since the crown was taken. And we can hear the rumbling. <laughs> well, you can hear. You fool it, it of is, a took. <laughs> it is loud in here, but that's because the water is crashing through underneath this room and into the cave on the other side. Um, no other. Doesn't seem like there's been any other consequences to that. Was this guy's name Greyjoy? No, that's a different fantasy altogether. No, and and, and then that guy died on the rope bridge. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah, which is in the next room, you nerd. <laughs> I was going to make that joke. Oh, he was going to make that joke. <laughs> I'm uh, kind of dancing around with this crown, and I know we've noticed the chest, but it's going to hit me like, Falcus, do you have your key? Yeah. All right. Step aside. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'll check out the, am, I'll check out the chest. By the way, and, I just, uh, just want it noted that I'm, 
that you're against this. <laughs> I'm not against this. I'm all for this, but I am also on the complete opposite side of the room. Watch, Falcus is about to open the chest. Go on ahead. Uh, all right, I'll take a look at the lock and uh, check to see if the key is for this chest. Okay. Um, you grab the lock and you're taking a look at it and it doesn't look like it's quite the same kind of a lock. You try the key on it. The key doesn't really want to go into it. You're like, ah, oh, well, maybe I can just pick the lock or do something else with it. And then you pull your hands away and you can't pull your hand away. You're, um, you, you start to try to, and it feels like it's like you're having a hard time getting your fingers off of it. And then suddenly pff, the top of the chest pops off. A tongue reaches out and pff, wraps around your wrist. You see fangs from the top of the lid, from the bottom of the lid. There's saliva dripping. There's stink. You realize that you asked me literally if everything in this room looked weather-beaten and moldy except for this chest, which you immediately decided, no, I'm just going to try to open. Ari, this is all your fault. You're the one that's perceptive. And I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative, please. Well, this is my favorite thing that happened today. I love how, like, the box rolls initiative. I I do appreciate the comedic timing or, or even just the, the story flow of careful, careful, careful. All right, let's just do this. And then, of course, that's <laughs> the thing that gets you. Well played, Casey. Well played. Thank you. I appreciate that. So here, let me pop out my my sheets real quick so that I have them a little easier to I don't even know how I would attack a magic box. Same way you attack non-magic boxes, I would imagine. (laughs) Bludgeoning. I don't know how I would attack a box. (laughs) If Butch sits on it, can it squish? I feel like if you sit on it, it'll squish. It might squish, but that, that tongue seems pretty big. It's already wrapped around focus, so we're good on that front. Make it bite its no, own tongue okay. off. Oh, I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> I might let okay. Focus deal with the. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what we're fighting just yet. <laughs> I I think maybe everybody knows what we're fighting. Um, I have no idea. This reminds me of Harry Potter's book, is what I have. So I don't know. Do you have a Do you have an image to throw up? Uh. No, I don't actually. I I should have did that. Um, th- th- we did a uh, we did a fight against a similar creature in our other game, but that one was a door, and I had an image of one of these that was a door, and it was freaking great. So, you guys find yourself under attack by a treasure chest with teeth and a big slimy tongue. Uh, Falcus, you are the quickest to react because of you know your. You just have that high initiative. Um, but uh, you are one hand. Um, I picture your left hand because you would have grabbed the lock with one, with your left. And then I guess your hand, your right hand is your dominant, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. That being the case, you would have had your key in your right hand and touched the lock with your left. And that's the hand that he grabbed with his big slimy tongue. So now you have this creature has its whole tongue like wrapped around like two or three times your left wrist. What would you like to do on your turn? Alrighty. I mean, um, hmm. Ain't you got enough? 
yeah. Uh, I guess what I'll do is is um. I am going to pull an attempt to get out of the grapple. Okay, that's fine. That would be a um a strength or a dexterity check. And there actually is already a DC set for this, so it would be you have to beat a 13. That's a critical fail, Falkus. Yeah, how about a crit, crit one? <laughs> okay. So you use your action to try to pull yourself uh, out of this creature's grip and you're like wiggling your hand because you figure, oh, okay, I'll just do this with my wrist and unwrap myself from the tongue. And it just, it's got you, it's your too, it's too sticky and you just cannot do it. Um, do you have, you don't have anything I think that you would be able to use as a bonus action that would help you here, but you do still have your bonus action if you'd like it. You are grappled, so your speed is zero. But I think as bonus action, all you have is dash, disengage, and hide, right? I have action surge. That is true. I don't think I've got disengage yet. Oh, no, because you're only a level one rogue. That's okay. That's correct. By the way, my reaction to all this, seeing Ari put on a crown and assuming something bad was going to happen to her, seeing Falcus open a chest and assuming nothing bad was going to happen to him. Um, but I, I'm just, I'm not leaning up against the wall, but I'm, that's kind of my, uh, kind of my reaction. Just kind of just waiting my turn to, and, and I'm just like watching the shenanigans that, that focus has just gotten himself into. And um, I'm not yawning, but inwardly I'm yawning. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna do. I don't want to waste, uh, you know, my action surge on this yet. I'm just gonna say, Ari, this is all your fault. It's fine. It'll be fine. We'll get some treasure. I got a crown, so that's what matters. Um, <laughs> I don't know I how a... it's Ari's fault that you stuck your hand in a monster box. I don't know how you could have been so careful up to this point, and then all of a sudden are like, yes, let's just listen to me and You're open like, a box. Back up, everybody, back up. Let me just check everything out. <laughs> and then you then you just all willy-nilly stuck your hand in a monster box. <laughs> so I have an idea, but I don't know how it would work out. Can this box move on its own? Like, is it a free, You're- it's a living creature, right? It's clear to you that it's some kind of living creature. You don't have any idea what its movement is like. It has not moved yet. What I'm thinking, and I don't know if this will work, I'm going to cast Desonant Whispers because it's going to wreak terrible pain. I don't know if that would be enough for it to unleash Falcus, and then it has to move as far away as speeds allows away from me. So I want to try it and see if it'll work. So it has to do a wisdom throw of 14 for me if it doesn't work. Okay. So first of all, we're going to do the wisdom save. Yes. So 16. So I'm just going to kind of like turn to it and I'm going to go booga, 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 trying to scare it <laughs> away. Um, and it obviously has like no effect on it. It doesn't, I don't think, think notices me or anything like that. So, so wait, does Dissonant Whispers not deal any damage if I succeed on my save? 
I am pretty sure. Let me look at it again. Hold on. The target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. It takes 4d6 dice of physical damage and must immediately use its reaction to move. So yeah, so if you... It was going to be a lot of damage too, so I was really happy for this one. But no, um, yeah, if you... For, uh, wait, what level did you cast that at? Level 2. Oh, okay. So 46. Okay, that makes sense. So then it yep. also says on a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have oh, to move away. Oh, half as much. Oh, okay. So never mind. I didn't. So for most, not for all, but for most spells that deal damage that require a saving throw, um, if I f- if I succeed, you still deal some damage. Most See, of the I'm time. So not used every... to my vicious mockery not doing anything if I fail that I don't even think it hit. Vicious, vicious mockery is a cantrip, and you don't lose okay. out on any class resources if you flub gotcha. that one. But with a level, like a, a spell with That's spell slots. That's why I haven't been using a lot of spells that cast things like this one, because I didn't want to lose my spell slot when Vicious Mockery was free. Ah, mm-hmm. read. That's the moral of this lesson. Okay, so just cast it and whatever damage you just divide by two. Yeah, we'll cut, we'll cut in half. Yeah. Okay. So, 12. Okay, so it suffers six psychic damage. Okay. So that would have been your action. Do you take a bonus action or any movement? Um, I am going to just step back a little bit just to give me some space between this box. And then I'm going to be good. Alrighty. Uh, Butch, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to um, jog uh, 30 feet, (laughs) I suppose, um, towards the box. Right there. Um, no, I can't do okay. anything, um, because I'm too far away, but, but in my next turn, I'm, I, okay. That's fine. Um, you could do that. You could take your action to make more movement. Um, you could, you can't bonus action move yet, right? Like, I think that's one of the new features for Tasha's, but that doesn't kick online until level seven or something like that. No, the no thi- yeah, because the thing you got at level three was um, an extra proficiency. Okay, yeah, no, you can't do extra movement then. Yeah, my my, my bonus things ha- have to do with um, my bonus actions have to do with like with raging and stuff. Well, you know, it, I mean, I could dash, disengage, <laughs> you know, I mean, none of that stuff counts. But um, also, I could do like quaking palm, but I got to be there to do it, you know. So, the, so um, I'm running up to help Falcus. And that's my that's my move. Okay, perfect. Um, on its turn, the treasure chest, while it's got Falcus all wrapped up by its tongue, is going to try to yank his hand in and give him a bite. Um, Falcus uh, does a seventeen hit. A seventeen will hit. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the um, the the creature does. I should have stated the creature does have advantage on attack rolls if it's against the creature that it has grappled. It's one of the features of the of the creature that we have. So the 17 hits you suffer 10 points of piercing damage. Ouch. And one point of acid damage. I knew it was acid. Falcus, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Ow, 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 <laughs> ow, that hurts. Uh, and I'm going to try to get the frick away from it again. Okay, roll either um, 
strength or dexterity. What the? I rolled another crit one. Um, okay. Yep, you're not quite able to get out. Um, I am now going to take an action surge and take another action on my turn and try again. Go for it. An 18. Okay, frustrated with your previous failures and embarrassed that all your friends saw you do that, you put a little extra oomph into your twist and you're able to unwrap yourself from the tongue. All right, um, I'm going to do that uh, cool thing again. Get the frick out of here. As far away from it as possible. Um, okay. That's not considered in the wall, is it? Yeah, you're like weirdly behind that statue. You're going to have a hard time getting into there. There, um, I'll be right in front of it. Is Ari going to be in my way if I take uh, ranged shots at it? You... First of all, you ran away from it. Um, <laughs> you, had, get it <laughs> you had no action economy left to do a disengage. Um, I don't so you are, have disengage anyway. You could take it as an action, but you used all your actions trying to pull yourself out from the grapple. Disengage is an action. Rogues get it as a bonus action, but you everyone has it as an action. I got you. Go ahead. Um, you suffer from the crit. Um... 11, 12, 13, 15 piercing damage. That was an opportunity attack. I'm down. An opportunity attack, yeah. (laughs) Oh, hell! Focus is down again! Uh, Ari, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, I am going to... No, wait a minute. What's the box doing now? I mean... Is, so is it, it still alive? I mean, Falkus was able to. Oh yeah, Falkus was able to pull himself out of the tongue, and as he ran away from it, it chomped on him as a reaction. Um, because when you move out of, for the sake of the audience, when you move out of range of a creature that's in melee combat with you, they can make a melee attack against you um, as you run away. Uh, and it happens to be the case that this one was a natural twenty, so it did a little extra damage and knocked Falkus unconscious. Um, at this point. The creature is still alive and actually is perfectly fine um, for the most part. It has a, it's taken a little bit of damage, but it's it's okay. Is its mouth closed or is its tongue still kind of like, is it gone back to dormant? No, no, no. It's it's mouth open, big tongue out. Okay. Like, is it trying to eat Falcus or, or is, is like, is there any reason for us to really attack this box? Anymore? It might try to eat Falcus on its turn, but it's it's not its turn yet. Okay, I'm going to get closer to Falkus. If I come in right behind here, I'm five feet from Falkus and still a bit of a distance from the box. Would that be touching distance to Falkus? Yes. Five feet. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. So, okay, this was something I didn't understand when Falkus went down last time. If I cast Cure Wounds, does it heal him for that amount then? Or does it just bring him to like one hit point? No, it heals him for the amount that... Okay. Yeah. I'm going to cast it at level two then. Okay. And heal him for 15. Wow. Yeah, that happens. You run over, you touch him. He's healed for 15. You are prone. Um, It'll take you half of your movement to stand up when it's your turn. Um, But beyond that, you're, you're okay. You're, you wake up, you're in the fight. All right. Uh, think oh my eyes will start to flutter open and be like kind of give her a glare like why does this always happen to me um but 
thank you. I really appreciate it. You always have my back. And then I'm going to go ahead as a bonus action and cast Bardic Inspiration on Falcus. So I'm going to turn to him and be like, I know it seems like a curse that at first we joke about you being a bratwurst, but while you're wiggling and sizzling, here's something to help you cripple these enemies so then we can go do whatever we please. Sausages. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. Uh, What do we use for Bardic Inspiration? Let's say that it's this heart with the chains on it. Perfect. Okay, now you have a Bardic Inspiration token. Good for you. Oh, I, you already have DM Inspiration, don't you? I think so, yeah. I haven't used it yet from when I dropped. I can't remember. I think it was when I said that Bardic had a good booty. Um, I keep forgetting I have that. Yes. How do I see... How can I denote that in D&D Beyond? Because I knew how to do it in Roll20. Is there a way or did I just need to remember it? At the top of the character sheet, underneath the button that says Long Rest, and kind of like above your armor class, is a box for it. Yeah, when you click into Perfect. it, it'll show a little sun. So what's the Bardic Inspiration for me? Can you link it? Yeah, let me... I love how this uh, the podcast part of our adventure actually teaches people how to use their spells and how, how inspirations work and things like that. Because when I listen back to it, it helps me remember. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you get a D6 dice and you can use it once within the next 10 minutes. And yeah, it's not higher yet. You must decide before the DM says whether it succeeds or fails, though, to use it. Yeah, you can add it to attack rolls, saving throws, I think. Attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks. Okay. So your dexterity, you could have added it to that one. Cool. Actually, I thought a crit fail is still a crit fail, regardless. Oh. Um, That's true of attack rolls. It's not necessarily true of ability checks. If your, uh, if your skill bonus is so high, or if you have like your skill bonus and a bardic inspiration and a guidance and like a couple of other things, and you get over the DC, I, I, you pass the DC. Like it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily go for nest for ability checks. Um, you used. I don't think you used all of your movement, so if you wanted to, you could move some more, but you did use action and bonus action. Do you have anything else, Ari? I'm going to move back just a little bit because I don't know what the range of this uh, wonderful creature is. So just back a little bit more by Butch. Well, melee range is generally five, time, five feet, but it, we don't know if it can move or not is the yeah. thing. But if it does move... Falcus can you know has the ability to uh, have a um, attack of an opportunity. Thank you, Danny. Under attack from a mysterious creature mimicking a treasure chest. Our heroes push their way deeper into Bloodsail Hold on the long-abandoned Plunder Isle. Will this trap be too much for our heroes to overcome? If the party does defeat the monster, they'll need to step more carefully going forward, or the next trap that they encounter might be their last. We'll have to wait until next week to find out how it goes when we queue up for more Heroic Dungeons. And dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic DND. 
where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.